Hello, Crazy Over 40 Life listeners. I'm your host, Caroline Brown. And today's episode, we shall continue with how to heal yourself from the inside out. In today's episode, we should be looking into anxiety and how we can comfort our anxiety. Because anxiety is a familiar emotion because it is part of everyone's experience. Its natural function is to alert us to potential threats. And this allows us to respond and to evaluate them in appropriate ways. You know, this heightened state of readiness can also help people to perform better and stimulate creative impulses, such as things in the visual arts, music, literature and social media. But for some people, anxiety triggers inappropriate or disproportionate responses to perceived threats, leading to persistent and intrusive symptoms associated with anxiety disorders, such as panic, phobias, obsessive behaviours, which often has a debilitating effect on their lives. You know, anxiety is one of the most prevalent mental health problems in the UK and worldwide, yet it is still underreported, underdiagnosed and undertreated. Here to explain more is Michelle Qureshi, who is an integrative uh, psychodynamic and person-centered counsellor. She'll be here to explain all about this and more after the interlude. Promise Crazy Over 40 Live listeners, I'm going to welcome someone onto the podcast. We're going to talk about how to comfort our anxiety. I want to welcome Michelle Koreshi. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Caroline. Thank you for having me on your show. And thank you for being here because during this difficult time, there's so many people who have been reported um, to have anxiety, even for the first time, because it is a challenging time. This is difficult times. And I know that you work with clients who may have anxiety and you yourself, I know you've been quite open about your journey with anxiety. Yeah. So I just thought it was so wonderful for you to come on and share all of this. Can you tell us a little bit more about the nature of your work that brings you here? Yeah, so I, I'm a registered counsellor um, and you find me on the BACP, which is the kind of the body that registers um, uh, therapists and psychotherapists and counsellors. Um, the kind of counselling I do is called integrative counselling. It uses d- different approaches. So one of the approaches it uses is psychodynamic, which comes from the Freudian approach, which you may have heard of. And this is looking at the past. So looking at events or trauma or behaviours or your environment in your past when you were growing up and seeing how that has impacted you as an adult now. Um, so that's, that's really about the past. And, and then the other approach is looking at the here and now. And this is a, 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 an approach which has been cultivated by Carl Rogers. And this is called the person-centered approach. This is looking at how you're feeling now, what's going on for you now, how you're relating to people now, what are your behaviors now? So really kind of, not looking at the future and the past, but, you know, making you feel, feel more mindful of what's going on. Um, and then, the, you know, there's there's other approaches. Well, I, I use the growth uh, model, which is really looking at goals and helping you, you know, 
helping you come out of any trauma or any uncomfortable feelings and, and kind of have something to work towards um, so that actually you're growing as a person. So that's really, you know, the kind of counselling I do. Right. Because today, I mean, for those listeners are not probably aware, but today we're going to talk about generalised anxiety disorder, which is more of the common um, of the disorders because there are a group of disorders. So there is social anxiety disorder, uh, panic disorder, phobias, post-traumatic distress, um, post-traumatic stress disorder, obsessive compulsive disorder. There is a, a group of uh, conditions uh, but today we're going to focus on that because this is the most um, common of the anxiety uh, disorders so if we can go into a little bit more about that if we can um so about how the causes or how you would feel how you will feel so you know anxiety is 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 like a more intense worry it's it kind of you know worrying is something oh i'm a bit worried about you know my exam results or I'm worried about you know I, I've left the cooker on that kind of thing but anxiety is more intense it's it, it impacts our bodies it impacts our minds in a different way we feel bodily sensations from it and and we you can see a difference in how your mind works um it impacts you in the sense that you know you can get butterflies and that can start to be more intense you can get a tummy ache you can feel um sweaty um it's a real kind of restlessness intense feeling of nervousness um you can feel dreads and your your heart can start beating you feel this rapid heart rate and you feel like you can't breathe sometimes that you feel anxious you have to take this deep breath like that um you can sometimes tremble um and and also you feel quite exhausted by it because it's quite a a physical, central, a physical sensation and a mental sensation, which can be quite draining, um, and it can it can also stop you from focusing. Um, you might you could be watching TV, but you're you're not actually there. You don't feel very present. You, you your mind's thinking about that intense worry, that anxiety is kind of taking you away from uh, cl- thinking clearly, and it can impact on your sleep. You know, it, it you can suddenly wake up in the middle of the night because of your anxiety or you can have trouble falling asleep um, because of your anxiety and and for some people it actually causes um you know uh, uh you know trouble with your stomach you know kind of uh constipation diarrhea um and there's a there's a strong then kind of uh fear that's instilled in yourself to kind of avoid certain situations because you worry that that will cause the anxiety so you end up kind of not doing certain things that you would have done before um so there's a whole load of body uh bodily sensations that happen with anxiety um and and then with your mind what it does is there's this irrational thinking you become quite self-destructive because your mind just wanders and creates these incredible negative kind of stories that something might happen or, you know, this will happen or, you know, for health anxiety, for instance, it will be like you you see a mark on yourself or you you kind of think, oh, my God, well that, that's probably skin cancer. And if I have that, then, you know, uh, something might happen to me and I'll die. And, the, you know, it, it, it's, it just 
it's so irrational that thinking but in that moment we really believe it's true yeah because one thing uh, I want my listeners um, to get a better understanding the difference between depression and anxiety and for those that are not quite clear how different they are but there are some of the um, some things that do overlap and so with depression, you know, it's defined as sort of having a low mood, loss of interest, of enjoyment, of most activities that you would normally enjoy, you know, and then it brings on to the, the may experience a lot of guilt, helplessness and feeling of worthlessness, low self-esteem mm-hmm. and, you know, thoughts of death and suicide, which the things that you explain, which is um, with anxiety is around sort of fatigue, tiredness, poor concentration, being fidgety and that difficulty in sleeping. But some of these things do o- overlap, don't they? And it's very hard to kind of separate sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, and you know, one can start, you know, you can feel depressed and then start to feel anxious or, you know, start feeling anxious and that can lead on to, you know, d- depression. Um, and I, I think the, the, the difference, uh, you know, between uh depression and anxiety is with anxiety you feel a lot more bodily sensations um you you feel the difference in your body you know that that heartbeat the you know the the palpitations you know the rapid heartbeat and the the sweating the the deep the the deep you know breaths and and things like that so there there is a a a difference in how the two manifest and 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 sometimes that's hard to kind of recognize the difference and that's when it is important to kind of go to your gp and have that conversation um where you can get support and and it is very common for both of them to um overlap um and and, and or to be yeah to have you know they say 50% of uh, people diagnosed with depression also have anxiety disorder um so that's not uncommon um with depression there's more of a there's more impact on your mood um you know it's it you you have that lack of energy that kind of feeling of guilt and the lack of interest and you know there is also that insomnia um but with anxiety there's a, a more kind of a more a more there's restlessness but there's there's more kind of difficulty in focusing and 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 there's the the muscle tension you can feel sometimes that tension in your in your shoulders you know so there is there is definitely more bodily functions or more bodily sensations um i'd say with anxiety yeah. And to balance that out, um, listeners, uh, anxiety, you know, it is a familiar emotion because it's part of everyone's experience. It's a natural function. It alerts us to potential threats. So it works for us in many, many great ways. And it can be another way to look at an opportunity for self-discovery as well. Mm, yeah, it is. It's, it's it's a learning curve, you know. Um, anxiety can be such an eye-opener. I mean, it could be have such a positive impact afterwards. You know, you, it's actually telling you maybe to slow down or to to not worry or get consumed with certain things or to not have phobia about certain things. You learn about yourself a lot. And, and it can be a really interesting journey. 
So that's why it's important to embrace it and, and kind of see what you can take from it um, rather than battle it and fight it and be scared of it. it it's, mm. it's happening to your own body. So actually, what is this telling me? What am I learning about myself? What can I change about myself? What am I doing that's making me feel like this? What will help me? You know, so it, it's really understanding yourself and connecting with yourself on a deeper level. Mm. And as you rightly mentioned, you know, goals, being realistic about your goals, you know, sometimes that in itself can cause you to be overwhelmed, you know, when things seem unachievable, you know, ask yourself one thing, you know, today, what can I accomplish today? Not what's in two or three days time, you know, kind of measure your expectations. Yeah. Yeah. And, And that's key. What I say to all my clients is keep things simple, you know, you know, have a simple, a simple life. It, it, you know, when things get overwhelming, it's because we're doing too much. It's too chaotic. We're thinking about too many things. We're doing too many things. And actually, as human beings, how often are we actually just being rather than doing? You know, and for lockdown, I, I think the first lockdown for some people, that was a time where they actually never spent that much time with themselves. You know, they made, they read, they drew, they they went for walks, they exercise they went into nature which things they didn't do um so that in itself is is an eye-opener um so it's rediscovering certain things about yourself and 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 again yeah making sure you're taking care nurturing yourself maybe you have been neglecting yourself you know whether it's your diet you know your um you know your your lack of exercise or you know especially in in the situation today with covid you know how long are you spending in that same environment, in the same room or in the same place? You know, how often are you breaking that that pattern? How often are you going outside? You know, how often are you talking to people? You know, so mm-hmm. it's, ins- it's ensuring that actually what have I got in place to help my anxiety? Yeah, because it's quite easy. I mean, right now, you know, it's so cold outside. It it will impact anyone's mood. Yeah. Not even during COVID, yes, but even before COVID, I know change of seasons is not the best, particularly winter time. But as Misha said, take care of your body, self care. Yeah. I know this may be a popular buzzword, but it's important, like Michelle said, promoting positive lifestyle factors like proper nutrition, yeah. ample sleep, hydration, regular exercise. You know, yeah. it can strengthen your body to adapt yeah. to stress and reduce the toll of all your emotions, anxiety, or depression. Mm-hmm. And also I want to mention practice mindfulness, you mm-hmm. know, mindful journaling, particularly those who are not able to access therapeutic support. Yeah. Um, massages. Yeah, yeah, write, write your thoughts down, you know, and, and kind of understand yourself better. You know, that's important. And actually make, you know, if we, we exercise is such a vague and, you know, it covers so many things, but it could be just, going for a 10 minute walk going around the block and coming back in and then just set set yourself really small goals but there's a sense of achievement when you've done those goals and you can then challenge yourself you know there's you know uh, I, I encourage some of my clients to do the um couch the to 5k and and some of them religiously do it now you know the, the clients that never thought they could run they're doing it three or four times a week now um so it's really you know what is you know if you're not going to take care of yourself you know who is it's it's you're you're the 
you're the person that knows you best, mm. you know. So really love that person, be kind to that person, nurture that person. Yeah. yeah, as Misha said, try and manage your worries. You know, it can be really hard to stop worrying, but when you have anxiety, you know, you need to be able to nurture them because they're there as a way of explaining many messages to you. You just need to kind of sit still and try to understand what these messages are and take the necessary uh, actions into place. So how can I help myself? Well, we've, you know, Misha, you know, very well said, you know, by practice mindfulness and take care of your body and even uh, move towards your goals but realistic goals take each step at a time you know look at this as a a time to help you yourself for opportunities for self-discovery and remember uh, anxiety doesn't discriminate you could have all your ducks in a row but something just doesn't feel right i know there are Michelle, you can explain further, you know, past childhood experience can impact your current life situation, exhaustion or build up of stress, long working Mm. hours, or being, as you said, working from home can also make you feel that you're even more isolated. Indeed. And being a parent, you know, if you're at home with a small one more than you would have normally had been, Mm. that again can cause you uh, additional uh, stress and bring on your worries and anxiety. I just want to bring it to uh, more of a discussion around what can we do to access this help outside resources out there. So, you know, there's there's different things. I mean, you can start with yourself with, you know, See, putting things in place, like, you know, whether it's having a massage, acupuncture or or, you know, um, aromatherapy, um, having a nighttime kind of ritual, hot baths, you know, things that kind of relax you, that bring you bring you kind of into a more relaxed state and a more mindful place. There's apps, there's a meditation app called Headspace, which I know is very popular. Um, there's breathing exercises. I think it's called the 4 7 uh, eight exercise, where it, it's a way to kind of when you're feeling anxious it's uh you can look it up on google it's it, it you're breathing through your nose for four seconds um and then you hold it for seven seconds and then you breathe out for eight seconds and in you kind of uh, repeat this and and that really takes you to a really calm place um there's you know obviously if you you know if you feel that you're not feeling better then you go to your gp you have that conversation you can ask to be referred for some cbt um which deals with not cbt is very much dealing with the the issue now that which is the anxiety um and how to manage that anxiety it doesn't look at the past so it really won't use a psychodynamic approach um you know, there's there's um a book, there's a really good book called Dare D A R E, um, and you can get that on audio books as well. And it's it's uh, you know a really a brilliant book. Um, it really helps to understand your anxiety and realize it's not a threat. It's actually our thoughts that are making it a threat. It's not actually real something real that's happening. Um, so yeah, there's there's you know various things you could do and talking about it just talking about it to friends or or someone at work or you know uh 
you know, speaking to uh, someone just, it just makes you feel a bit lighter that actually made that first step to kind of reach out. And you'd be surprised how many people have or are experienced anxiety. It's, it's, you know, very common. Yeah, very common indeed. And like you said, you know, it doesn't, um, we both said it doesn't discriminate and talking to someone you trust about what's making you anxious can bring about some sort of relief but if you can't then there are helplines out there like Samaritans Anxiety UK if you're a bit further out of the UK then please uh, use your friend Google and look for helplines in your area it has to get hold of someone like you Michelle who wants to access therapy yeah so you know at the moment a lot of uh, sessions are online so you can um actually find any therapist I guess around the world I mean you know in in uh the UK the BACP which is the British Association for um uh for counsellors and psychotherapists is where legally every therapist has to be registered um and so I mean you can look up someone in your area if you want to do it face to face um or online um i guess anywhere so you can even put the type of counselor you're looking for um if it's you know cbt or if it's for anxiety specifically or you know whatever uh you you may be experiencing um and if you wanted to get hold of me you you can just search my name on the bacp website which is uh michelle spell m i c h e l l e and my surname spelled Q-U-R-E-S-H-I. Uh, or you can email me, which is my email address is Michelle with a number four and then my surname Qureshi um, at gmail.com. Um, there's other uh, websites like there's a counselling directory UK. Um, and so those are the two main, where there's also psychology today, um, which you can also have a look at. So those are the main ones um, that I know about. Okay. And just to explain, uh, thank you very much for providing your details, Michelle, and the resources that are out there to help my listeners access the support they need. You mentioned CBT, which is kind of focuses on your thoughts and beliefs and attitudes and, and how it affects your feelings and behaviour. And essentially it teaches you coping skills yeah. for dealing with different problems. So there's different um, therapeutic support talking treatments yeah. that, that are out there and you just have to find the one that suits you. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining the Crazy Over Forces Life podcast, Michelle. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you so much, Michelle, for sharing with my listeners how to comfort their anxiety. Right, I have more for you next week. We shall be joined by Tina Calera. He's here to help mums and mums-to-be. New baby, new body, new plan. You want to know what to do? Well, Tina Clara is going to share from her own personal experience how we can get the right balance in our life in the world of motherhood. And like always, you can get hold of all my guests on Instagram, Facebook, and email the Crazy Over Forty Side Podcast at gmail.com. F O R T I E S. And don't forget to share and subscribe to keep updated and join the Crazy Over 40 Life podcast.